0: on DC, your home for local gaming and esports news in the DMV. Find the show on social media at Game on DC and by using the hashtag #GoDC. Without further ado, here are your hosts, John and Joey.
1: What is up, DMV, and welcome to Game on DC, the show dedicated to you, the gamers and esports fanatics, right here in the East Coast capital of esports. My name is John Fiasco Byram, and I'm joined once again by the King of the Courtside, the Courtside King, Joey Courtside King McDermott. What's up, buddy?
0: John, I have to say I'm kind of bummed that everyone here live with us on Twitch
1: didn't get to see your dance moves during that intro. Yo, I am I'm in a like I'm in a mood today. Like music has been hitting it. Like it's it's a Monday. It was a rough day at the office. Music got me through it. Now we're here. Now, Joey, we're gonna talk about what an incredible week. Last week was here in the DMV for esports. I'm talking trophies. I'm talking sweeps. Sweeps on sweeps is what I'm talking about, Joey. But, of course, before we can even dive into that, uh, yes, maybe one day I'll go live a little bit earlier so everyone can see the awesome things. <laughs> Who knows? Who knows? We'll, we'll figure it out. DMV, just real quick, the live show, of course, on Twitch, is the best place to experience Game on D.C., Have your questions answered by our guests when we have them on. Live interact with Joey and myself in chat. Have your questions heard and answered live on Game on DC. That is twitch.tv slash OTN Media Monday nights, 8 p.m. Eastern time. But have no fear. If you're unable to watch the live show with us on Monday nights, the podcast version is available. Just look up Game on DC on your favorite podcatcher of choice. And when the episodes go live the very next day on Tuesday, we are there for you. All right, Joey, how was your Monday, by the way? I feel like I skipped right over that. How was your Monday here on the uh, Monday after Friday the 13th, which apparently freaked a lot of people out here in the DMV?
0: Yeah, I mean, Monday has been incredibly busy so far. It's always nice and relaxing to do this show. Though you had me turn on this Discord party mode. There's yes. literally confetti just going crazy on my screen right now everywhere. It seems like mentions or whatever. It's just
1: popping everywhere. It's driving me crazy. I was telling Joey when we, uh, when we started our video call together on Discord, uh, as soon as it did it, uh, all this confetti started flying because we started this call and my like, confetti was shooting all around our video uh, feed. And it was absolutely hysterical. Uh, Discord, keep it on there. I think it's great. It, it's fantastic. It'll drive Joey up a wall. But uh, for me, yeah, I'm I curious it if fun. it's
0: going to pop up during the show tonight. Like if our screens are just going to get covered in confetti at some random
1: point. If that happens, <laughs> that would be amazing. We're going to clip it. If, if that happens, I mean, it does go well it. with the theme of tonight, right? There was a and lot of celebrations, winning a lot to celebrate. Joey, let's go ahead and start first with the Washington Justice. We'll slide on over to the Overwatch League here real quick. Coming off of a one and one week one, an overall decent performance. I mean, we were trying to figure out what this new team was going to look like on paper. It was a solid, solid team going into week one, split one and one. I feel like a lot of people saw that coming. Week two, we talked about it a little bit, this matchup against the Atlanta Rain was going to be another test for this Justice team. Just how much are they able to learn from that one and one week one going into week two, going up against another tough team like the Atlanta Rain, or should I say tough team like we thought on paper that they would be tough because, Joey, I don't know about you, but I was breaking several broomsticks over the weekend because this one was a clean sweep. For the Washington Justice, a shocking, I'm not going to say shocking, a clean 3-0 win over the Atlanta Reign. I mean, it was a little bit of a shock. Let's not kid ourselves. Uh,
0: The Atlanta Reign were arguably one of the best teams from the beginning of Overwatch League season. In week one, they looked incredibly strong. They came out, they were in sync. Sure, it's Overwatch 2. No one really knew what to expect from teams. But on paper, again, this roster is incredibly strong. At least from what we saw in week one, they brought out a lot of talent and were able to mesh it all together pretty well. Uh, So, yeah, they look like a great team coming in for the Washington Justice. I was hoping to take a map, maybe two, but a sweep win was above expectations. A 3-0 coming out here. They won on Colossio, they won on Dorado, and they won on Eichenwald, uh, one of those being a newer map as well, coming with Overwatch 2. I mean, the team looked good,
1: John. They look really strong. They look absolutely good. I don't know about you, Joey, but I I went into my mini-fridge down here cracked open a nice sip of justice, uh, from, uh, DC brow. And, uh, it was, it was an absolutely fantastic way to celebrate a Washington justice sweep over the Atlanta rain. I I feel like the DC area, we have a very unhealthy uh, rivalry with anything from Atlanta, Philadelphia, and New York. Uh, so anytime, uh, even in traditional sports, it carries over to esports a little bit. Anytime we beat those teams based in those cities, it just feels good.
0: Yeah, I mean, it feels really good, and it feels good when your DPS is clicking heads like we saw this weekend with Decay and Happy. Happy fitting in extremely well so far for the team. Decay, I mean, everyone knew he was an MVP before, but really showing it off as well this season. And so far, it looks like they have every piece to get the job done. We'll see how they continue to improve moving
1: forward. Yeah, it was an absolutely fantastic start there in Week 2, Joey. Looking forward now to Week 3 for the Justice. They have a lot to build upon. A very successful Week 1 a super successful week, too. It was only one game uh, this past week, so they only had that one game to focus on, which may play a little role into it. Uh, but going into this week, enjoy week three. We do have two matchups for the Justice. The first one coming on Friday, May 20th. It's the dreaded 3 p.m. start on a Friday. Uh, first match of the day against our good friends from Paris, the Paris Eternal Uh, That that Eternal Flame hopefully being snuffed out by the Justice here on Friday uh, should be another good matchup uh, here between two teams that are really trying to uh, go further than what the league expects them to be. Both teams have a lot to prove. The Justice may be a little bit more uh, than the Paris Eternal here. Uh, But I feel like this is another possibility for the Justice to make a nice big statement win here against a decent team in Paris.
0: Yeah, I think this, I mean, they have their big win, right, up against Atlanta. This is a win they have to come up with. Paris is a much weaker team, in my opinion. And because of that, you can't lose these matchups. And we've seen the Justice lose these before in certain things, especially going into new seasons or rather new tournaments last year, they had the format where they're switching these things up. Hero bands are coming out and the justice took a little while to adjust to those hero bands and in turn drop games. This we're not seeing the hero bands, but it's the same mentality, right? They want to come in here. They can't lose to these teams that they should win against. And I hope they do here.
1: All right. So uh, looks like we're both expecting a win here against Paris. Joey, that takes us to Sunday uh, which I do believe, correct me if I'm wrong, is going to be the debut of the Washington Justice Coast Stream on the YouTube channel as well. Uh, you're shaking your head. Yeah, yes, I believe so. so I'm go I ahead believe and, someday, and say yeah. Okay, yeah. <laughs> I can't remember. I don't have a calendar in front of me, Joey. It's, it's, it's a long week this <laughs> week. Uh, but that game, 6 p.m. Eastern Time on Sunday, May 22nd, against our friends in Boston, the Boston Uprising. When they're not chucking tea over the side of a ship into a harbor, they are playing Overwatch 2. Uh, Joey, sad news, that beta ends tomorrow. Uh, so if you had access to the beta for Overwatch 2, that ends tomorrow. Big sadness there. Um, have no fear. We can watch Justice play against Boston on Sunday. And this is going to be another good matchup. Historically, these two teams have gone back and forth. Granted, it's a different game. It's a different roster. Uh, I don't want to be like those random stats the Overwatch League throws up from like three years ago. That's a completely different game and completely different rosters that they try to make sense of. Uh, but uh, I think, again, on paper, this is is destined to be another spicy matchup between Washington and Boston.
0: Yeah, this is another one I would project as a Justice win. It's another team similar to Paris. Paris just got rid of Naga, so I think they're even a little bit weaker. Uh, Boston, I put slightly above Paris. With that being said, compared to what we've seen from the Justice so far, this should be another win. It should be a 2-0 week
1: if everything goes in their favor. So coming off of a perfect 1-0 week, a perfect sweep of a week, Won all their matches, and they did it in sweeping fashion. The Justice at 2-1 and one overall. Looking forward now towards the matchup against Paris and Boston this upcoming weekend on Friday and Sunday. Super excited for that as well. Uh, Joey, anything else you want to hit on for Overwatch League before we uh, talk about... Another team that won another championship? I mean, I think the biggest
0: thing to say is it's Overwatch 2. Everyone is still adjusting. The Justice got out a little bit rocky in week one, but have really pulled it together here, at least in week two. It's still super early. There's going to be more adjustments to come. Teams are still getting used to maps. They're getting used to missing their off tank. That's a huge change. Uh, new heroes like Sojourn coming in. I think the Justice have the pieces of the puzzle. It's just continuing to find ways to piece them together and continue to work that coaching strategy into the mix. Uh, but at least so far, they look good, and I think they have another good week ahead of them.
1: Absolutely. Get excited, Justice fans. This team is looking like absolute money in Overwatch 2 already, Uh, which is kind of the big thing we wanted to see here going into this new style of game is how quickly these pros can adapt to a new game. It's 5v5. It's not 6v6. There is no off tank anymore. A lot of things have changed. I'm going to keep hinting at Orisa's kit until they change it because she is super OP still. Uh, but nonetheless, the Justice have adapted better than some other teams in the league, and it's led them to a strong 2-1 start. And what Game on DC is going to predict a 2-0 victory here this weekend as well. Joey, we're looking for the 4-1 record going into next uh, Monday's show, so we'll have to check to see how well Yeah, I been. mean,
0: I don't want to jinx them. Again, Overwatch 2 is new. People are still figuring things out. Anything can happen. At the same point, I think on paper, 2-0 is definitely a good possibility.
1: Absolutely, Joey. So now we're going to turn our attention to our other team uh, that is currently in the season. Uh, it's, it's a team you might have heard of. Uh, they're, they're named after an NBA team, the Wizards, uh, Wizards District Gaming. If you, I mean, look, at the end of the day, you know, they're a team that, you know, yeah, maybe what am I talking about? They're the back-to-back champs, Joey. We have back-to-back champs here in our backyard. And uh, rumor has it we might be adding another banner at the end of this segment here. Uh, but the 3v3 tournament was this past weekend in Indianapolis, Indiana. Good old Indy smack dab in the heart of America. Nothing says NBA 2K League like a city stuck between cornfields. So we're going to talk a little bit about how WizDG did. Uh, Joey, before we headed into the season, we had a chance to interview head coach Pat Crossin after the draft. And we asked him, what was his uh, like ideology? What was his take about the whole 3v3 switch into the NBA 2K league. And Pal was very honest with us. He said 3v3 wasn't a main objective for the for Wiz DG. They were focused more on the 5v5 play, on the league play, making the playoffs and going for that three Pete. So Joey, coming into this, uh WizDG went in 5-1 after the group stages, and then they had to go up against Handles, a team that went 6-0 in the group stages, and not just 6-0 against any team, 6-0 against other NBA 2K league teams. This team is a semi-pro team not affiliated in the NBA 2K League. They played their way into it, and they made some loud noises. And this was the matchup that had a lot of WizDG fans nervous with the way handles played. And, Joey, this one went 3-2 in favor of WizDG.
0: Yeah, I mean, we talked about this one a lot last week. We weren't super nervous about it, but we knew they would be tested here. With that being said, Handles taking down a number of great opponents coming into that match, then up against Wiz DG. While they did put up a good fight, in the end they fell to the champions.
1: Absolutely. It is a 3-2 win over a very, very tough semi-pro team. Uh, Handles, I mean, they got nothing to hang their head about. They played absolutely out of their mind. They made it to the first round of the knockouts. Uh, in Indianapolis, that is a heck of a performance there. It would not surprise me if some of these names we saw from this Handles roster make some noise in next year's NBA 2K League draft or in future 3v3 tournaments uh, this season as they come and go. I
0: mean, the other thing just to say about Handles quickly is I think they were the second-best team in this tournament, in my opinion. I feel like they could have been in the Grand Finals
1: here. They could have. Absolutely. They played out of their mind. I mean, when you take a look at these scores, obviously it's the first uh, to 21 or 22 uh, you know, a lot of different rules that go into it. But you, know, you take a look at it. These are close games. It's 21-17, 21-15, 22-19, 22-20. The final game was 22-20 in favor of WizDG. That came down to a last bucket wins uh, situation. Uh, so this could have been very, very different for WizDG. This is a very, very tough uh, opponent, uh, a semi-pro uh, co- opponent that is not, again, affiliated with an NBA uh, team or in the actual league itself, playing against the champs. Took the champs all the way to game five. It was a very impressive performance. So again, keep an eye on these names from Handles. I have a feeling we're going to be seeing them again as well. So with that, Joey, we're going to scroll down the fantastic NBA 2K League website as we go to our next matchup. It is the quarterfinal matchup against our good friends from Charlotte. It's the Hornets Venom GT Going up against WizDG. And, Joey, before we go any further, just a, a quick note here. I skipped right over it. I put it in the notes. You even set a reminder for me in the notes, and I blew right past it. All the games that WizDG played in in Indianapolis had the same lineup. It was Dayfry and Nudini at the guards and just awkward down at the forward position for all of their games here in Indianapolis. So just keep that in mind. Uh, that trio seems to be working pretty well in the 3v3 scene. Uh, So with that in mind, Joey, this was another uh, solid matchup against Hornets GT. It was a 4-1 win uh, for WizDG. Another solid performance. Didn't quite, not as close as uh, Handles was. It was also a best of seven after the first round. So that's why they had to to go to the 4-win scenario here for WizDG. But again, another strong performance for WizDG chugging along here in the knockout stage.
0: Yeah, I mean, not too much to add on my part for this one. I think they came out, they showed what they needed to, and they got the job done and moved on easily.
1: Absolutely. So we're going to continue to scroll down. Don't have to go too far this time as uh, the semifinals don't have that many teams playing in it. Joey, WizDG goes up against our good friends from Grizz Gaming. Uh, And this one was a 4-2 win for WizDG. But the one thing that we do have to note, while WizDG only trailed once in the entire uh, group play, and that was obviously the game that they ended up losing. They only trailed once in the series, any time here uh, during the weekend for the 3v3 tournament in Indianapolis. And it came against Grizz Gaming. Uh, Grizz Gaming taking games 2 and 3 against WizDG, putting them down 2-1 in that hole. WizDG did not bat an eye. Ice in their veins. They came back. They came back fighting strong. Ended up taking a 4-2 series win over Grizz Gaming.
0: Yeah, game two was a little bit rough for WizDG. Grizz really looking strong in that one and taking some of that momentum into game three and finding another win. But as you said, John, backs against the wall. The champions know what to do, and they got the job done here as well. 4-2 victory in favor of WizDG and
1: punched their ticket to the finals. So WizDG, the back-to-back champs of of 5v5 play, Playing 3v3, Nudini, Dayfry, just awkward, punching their ticket to the first ever 3v3 championship match. And they're going to be going up against who else but the newcomers in Duke's Gaming. And Joey, just like we saw with the Washington Justice in the Overwatch League, WizDG went into the same broom closet broke out four brooms, snapped them over their legs, and swept Duke's Gaming up for the first-ever NBA 2K League 3v3 championship. WizDG, DG, the back-to-back 2K League champions, and first-ever 3v3 champs of the 2K League. Um, the only thing I can say is uh, District E, uh, the new gaming center down in Washington, D.C., I hope they have a large enough trophy cabinet because with the way Wiz DG are collecting trophies, they're going to need it.
0: Yeah, I mean, in terms of a competitive final, this is not quite what you're looking for, but if you're a WisDG fan, you are a super happy fan after this one. 4-0, they came out. I mean, John, they looked dominant throughout this whole series. They looked incredibly well. The shooting was there. The defense was there. The communication was definitely there. And the coaching with Cap coming in as a new coach per se, as a player not playing in the 3v3 tournament, also making a contribution. Uh, I felt like everyone came together and really made this happen, and they showed it all all together in
1: the finals here. 4-0 four oh and let's talk a little bit about game one and game two Wizdg has kind of been known for the past several years about how stingy their defense is and generally in 3v3 play where it's more of a arcadey kind of feel more of a you know uh street ball kind of feel to it where it's like hey we're gonna go play a pickup game at the local you know um basketball court in your neighborhood or at the y or at the boys and girls club or wherever you go to um has more of that arcade feel to it and it's kind of hard to to limit other teams to to small points. I mean, that's what WizDG did here. Uh, in game 1, 22 to 6. I mean, it wasn't even close. WizDG just on absolute lockdown mode. And in game 4, 22 to 5. They even did themselves one point better in the final game to, to secure the championship. It is just absolutely mental to think This team is that good defensively, even on the 3v3 side of this game.
0: Yeah, I mean, credits to Dukes in Game 2, though. To go down and get dominated that hard in Game 1 and still to bounce back and keep it close in Game 2 just shows some resiliency from that organization. But again, WizDG, I mean, this is a champion team. Even if you cut two of the players out, they're still incredibly good as a core. We see it here, both from the coaching side, uh, Chat mentioning as well, Coach Pat Crossan was out. Uh, he was sick, so he wasn't able to make the matchup. So that's another big factor here, just showing how much this team has grown altogether.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And it's, it just, just goes to show you how this organization is operated from top to bottom, uh, pure class players. When you take a look at the NBA 2K League, sometimes we, we do see some negative stories from players coming out, whether the league has to step in for disciplinary reasons or whatnot. You do not really see that at all with wiz dg that's one of the things that they prioritize is not just skill but the actual person themselves coming into this organization and this is kind of the the fruits of that ideology of saying hey look we want the best person and the best player if if you can get that package together chemistry can work chemistry can happen you can fill in those weaknesses with strengths of other players, and you can overcome almost anything. And that's what we saw here with Wiz DG. Again, coming into the season, focusing on the 5v5 play, not really being super focused on 3v3, but still coming up big and winning the first-ever 3v3 Blacktop Series championship for the 2K League. Uh, Joey, I mean, that, that's just exciting. You know, it, it's exciting to watch a team uh, be so dominant in the league. Now, I say that having been on the other side of this also, uh, rooting for teams that get dominated by one team for years in and years out. Uh, so it feels nice to be on this side, rooting for DG and seeing them just absolutely dominate everything. It feels like.
0: Yeah. And I think going back to what you said too, the other thing is just the team player aspect. Like these are guys willing to flex their positions, to flex their roles. I mean, there were some games leading up where Dave Fry decided to sit the bench and just kind of assistant coach for a few of these other games. He flexed to the guard position and it's not just him. Every single one of these players is willing to make sacrifices for one another. And in the long run, that ends up making your winning championship format. Uh, I mean, you just continue to see these players sacrifice for one another. You continue to see them make adjustments for one another. They give positive feedback to one another and criticisms when needed as well. And all of that just builds up the whole environment and has created this winning championship feel.
1: Absolutely. And uh, we would preview the next upcoming matches here, but... um... Joey, would you believe it that the NBA 2K League does not have the future schedule set as of yet?
0: I mean, I honestly couldn't even get the bracket portion to work on the website, so I don't even know how you pulled that part up.
1: It, it literally, once again, uh, we'll, we'll pull this up here uh, just because they're, I mean, that's the problem when you, it's not a knock really against the oh, league. Oh, it is definitely Personally, a knock against it, the league. It, <laughs> okay, well, what, what I'm trying to say is, is, while it may not be popular in the esports world, I thought how they did the season last year with traditional weeks with a set schedule where we knew what games were being played at what time on what day, like a traditional sports schedule. I thought that was the best version. It was easy to plan around what teams you wanted to watch. If you're a fan of one team, or maybe you're interested in looking into esports, into the NBA 2K league and you're a Wizards fan here in the DC area. And you're like, Hey, I want to take a look at this WizDG's team. Okay. I can go on there take a look at the schedule. Hey, I see Thursday night, uh, they're playing uh, Knicks Gaming. Cool. Knicks Gaming, I know them, the New York Knicks. Okay, cool, awesome, great. They're going to play head-to-head. I can tune in and watch. I know when it's going to happen. I get why they switched to this 5v5 and 3v3 blacktop series and and kind of you know getting the community more involved. The issue then becomes if you're trying to attract the casual fan, it becomes more of a challenge for them to actually tune in and schedule a time if they do want to come in and sit down. Uh, and to check out the 2k league so uh, it it does make it a little challenging even to to cover these teams that makes it challenging when we don't even get that kind of information until maybe the week prior Uh, so it's kind of hard to preview what comes up next Uh, but I do believe it switches back to 5v5 Mm. after the conclusion of this uh, 3v3 yeah
0: I think it is the turn next is what podaluck said in chat I believe and I think that's where I've read on Twitter as well but yeah, I mean, that's a big point, right? Like, this format, tournament format, is very popular in shooters. Like, CSGO has really made this format huge, especially over in Europe. Valorant as well, loves this format. Uh, and those are two of the most successful esports scenes out there, so we know it can work. Just for traditional sports fans, it is a bit of an adjustment, for sure. Uh, similar to our critiques with Rocket League, and is one of those things that makes it harder, because you just don't exactly know when your team is going to play. And if it's a tournament and you're not following WizDG, you don't know how long in the tournament they're going to last either. So in the end, we at least have the luck there in our favor of these guys being extremely good and having a very good shot at continuing to make it on far into a lot of these brackets. So in the end, we'll keep an eye out over on the NBA 2K website. I personally recommend following the WizDG Twitter instead. Uh, that seems like yes. a much better place to be updated.
1: Yeah, absolutely. Um, uh- NBA 2K League's website loves that, uh, that placeholder. The official schedule for the turn, powered by AT&T, is not available at this time. Cool. Awesome. Great. Thumbs up. Appreciate it, guys. Uh, super exciting. But yes, like Podoluck said, the turn is next week. Uh, so hopefully by the end of this week, we will have a format. We will have somewhat of a schedule uh, going into that. And uh, and again, Podoluck says in chat... WizDG needs to bring home a part of the banner chain. Uh, Joey, would you believe me if I told you that is the only thing WizDG has not acquired so far as a team? Uh, Not not including individual awards here, but as a team, they have not taken a piece of that banner chain. I
0: mean, I honestly think that makes it even more impressive, right? You win two championships, you now win this 3v3 tournament, and you still haven't taken part of the banner chain. They just show that they're continuing to try different things throughout the season. And when it really comes to matter, when it counts the most, they get the job done.
1: Yeah, absolutely. And then also, uh, you know, we're going to see uh, the 5v5 debut uh, of Caps. Uh, yeah, Caps going forward here for WizDG, uh, which is going to be really exciting. We saw him a little bit in 3v3 and group play after the trade initially went down that sent Ty out to California. Uh, So it'll be interesting to see how he plays in the 5v5 uh, mode with the squad going forward, and we'll first see that next week in the turn tournament. Yeah,
0: and no offense to Ty, I think he was a great player, but I do think Cap is going to fit a bit better into
1: this lineup, so I am excited to see his debut as well. Absolutely. Joey, is there anything else we can think of before we wrap up another championship edition? of game on DC. i think that
0: does it man a really great week for the justice an incredible week for WizDG, and possibly two more really strong weeks to come here very soon
1: all right that is gonna do it for this week's episode of game on dc if you enjoy game on dc we would love to hear from you please leave us a review on your podcatcher of choice if they do allow it whether it's a review or a rating we would love to hear from you and don't forget to subscribe to and subscribe and follow us on social media to keep up to date with all the game and esports news in the dmv joey where can our listeners go to follow game on dc absolutely game on dc listeners head on over to twitter
0: facebook and instagram and find us at game on dc additionally we check the hashtag go dc so feel free to use that freely as well for youtube and twitch we're at twitch.tv and youtube.com
1: forward slash otn media on both of those All right, make sure you tune in next Monday, May 23rd, as we continue to cover the eSports here in the East Coast capital of eSports. Make sure you do your ears and eyes a favor and hit that sub and follow button on Twitch or on your favorite podcatcher to know when the next episode of Game on DC is ready. We'll catch you all on Monday. Enjoy the rest of your week. And as always, Game on, on DC. DC.